This is The Immigrant View, a podcast for immigrants by immigrants. Welcome to the show. The Immigrant View is brought to you by ImmigrantNetworks.com. Hello, everyone. Welcome to our podcast today. Really excited to um, share our podcast with you this week. Welcome to The Immigrant View. My name is Ayo Oweduni. It's good to be here with you today. Hope you're having a lovely, lovely day. Today, we want to just talk about women going back into the work sector, uh, into uh, the into corporate America. Corporate, did I just say corporate America? Corporate North America, corporate Europe. Uh, I, I think I'm learning more and more as the days go on that the podcast is expanding even beyond Canada. And I can't just speak about Canada. Uh, I, I had so, I had a conversation with someone from the UK two days ago, and I'm like, oh, wow, you heard this in the UK. Interesting. I was not thinking about that. So I am learning to change my mindset around how I talk about some of the topics we discuss here to go beyond just uh, the immigrant needs here in Canada. But with the great resignation that we've been talking about for quite some time, and in line with that, we've heard about the great reshuffle. We've heard about people that are thinking, and uh, there are all sorts of R's that are being used at this point. I don't remember the other one. There is a great opportunity here for us to have a really good conversation when it comes to women of color, when it comes to the struggles they face when they're going back into the work sector, and an opportunity to create awareness around this And if you are a woman listening, or if you are connected to a woman listening, this is an opportunity for you to gain some awareness, to learn, to grow, to develop um, through this conversation. So we have a resilience, a relentless, a focused global leader that is joining the conversation today. Uh, She is an executive leader. She's done that for years uh, with a degree in business management, a master's degree in business management as well. And very, very committed in the diversity, equity, and inclusion space. And I strongly believe this is a conversation that we all need to be aware of, we all need to listen to, because somehow, some way, or the other, as an immigrant, as a person of color, within the BIPOC community, we're all affected, not just by the Great Resignation, but more so by the people trying to get back into the workforce, and our family members get into the workforce, and so much more. I have Kim Singh joining us today. Hey, Kim, it's a pleasure having you. Thanks for joining us. You're welcome. Thank you very, very much for having me. It's an honor. Looking forward to our conversation. uh, We would love to hear your story first, Uh, and I don't think I've ever had a chance to ask you this. If you would, if you are a first generation immigrant, a second generation immigrant, or just, you know what, fifth generation immigrants. <laughs> I've had six generation immigrant here on the show once. So yeah, tell us your story. So I am from the Caribbean. I would say from my family, I would be the first generation of, um, of immigrant into Canada. I have been in here for 28 years. Um, spent most of my life, I would say now in Canada, Typically, I would say I'm a Canadian, but when I think back of where I came from, I'm still a Guyanese at heart. So for me, it's important for me to recognize and, and hold very strong to my roots. So I would say 
to answer your question, I would say first generation for the family. But my story, it has been um, a really interesting, colorful journey in the sense that, you know, I find one of the things that I struggled as soon as I came into Canada was you are leaving your country as an executive and you come into this country and there is no job for you. That for mm. me was a culture shock. It was something that I had to wake up very, very fast and recognize that you're not going to get what you had back home. And if in order How for long you ago to... was this, by the way? 28 Sorry, years. 28 oh, wow. years. Okay. So it, it, it gives you a different pair of lens and appreciation. Do you want to stay here? Or do you want to go back where you came from? The choice that I had was to stay because I came as a, as, as a, as a wife. Um, I was married and, and that was what brought me here. And I had to quickly realize I will not get a job in an office because I've done hundreds and hundreds of interviews and I wasn't getting anywhere. So my advice from a, con uh, from a con consultant in the HR space was to, you need to take a variety of consulting roles in smaller spaces, smaller company, but you would need to have to start from the bottom. For me, my bottom was loading trucks at night and making candles during the day and then wow. figure out within that space how I be a wife and at the same time go back to school. So that was a huge, huge awakening for me because culture dictates it that when you're married, you're married. There is no way of going away from that. So I had to figure out very fastly, what is it I need to study to get back into the office? What is it I need to do to get back into the office? Why I manage two jobs at the end of the day and at the start of the day. So my journey would be, it, it, it was designed in such as a good struggle journey for me. Um, and I say that with the utmost pleasure because I look back at it today and I said to myself, if I didn't have to go through that, I would never be who I am today. I would never be as grounded as I am and be as appreciative as I am today for the person that I've become. Wow, that is so powerful. That is such a powerful thing that you've just shared with us now. Well, thanks for sharing that. I really You're do welcome. appreciate it. So what, what would you say could hold women of color back you're you know you're you came in as an executive and then you had to go through that shock and you mm -hmm. know you had to go through that period of time where you couldn't find a job opportunity and there are women that are listening as well now what could they anticipate and to the listeners because I know in Nigeria, the first phrase that people would say is, oh, God forbid, you know, oh, not me. You know, in fact, we have this thing that we do in Nigeria, like, oh, you know, another country would be, heck no, you know, mm -hmm. but what would you say people need to learn and know what can, what should they be prepared for as they arrive? You know, you're coming in from an executive position or senior management position. What should you be preparing for and how do you prepare yourself for that period of time so the first thing you have the moment you board that plane you need to tell yourself what i see on tv is not real it's mm. not a true picture it's not a bed of roses you need to come and you need to make your way you will be very very lucky if someone hand you a job you would need to prove yourself you would need to find communities find circle of people that will help uplift you join little groups of people, maybe learn the language, learn the culture, get an appreciation of volunteering, volunteer your time, if it's day, night, evening, to gain the skills that you're trying to get into. Um, 
some organization may take you like this is 28 years ago when I had to go through my struggles. Some organization hire immigrants today to come and do a job like an executive role or a role that they couldn't find someone here. And that's wonderful. I applaud those organization. But when you board that plane, one of the things you have to remember is it's not a bed of roses. It's not all glitters and glamours and gold that you watch and see on TV. You have to be mentally prepared. If it doesn't happen the way you dream it to happen, it's not going to be disappointed if you tell yourself, I'm willing to do what it takes to make my journey in a different part of the world the way I wanted to. Organization has come a far way today to be inclusive. Is it completely heck? No, we have a long, long way. Even after 28 years, I was out of corporate for two years, still doing private consulting. It was the worst experience of my life. Mm. Getting back in corporate with three, three, forefront degree, and I've done my executive coaching, neurolinguistic, and I've done all the C levels in different sector. It was a nightmare. You still mm. are viewed as a woman of color. The organization out there still have bias. It exists. It exits at the gate. The gatekeepers is where it all started. Organization need to take off that blinders and say, if I want diversity, if I want inclusiveness, if I want belonging, I have to be part and parcel of it. It's not as clean as we think it is. It is not. And I'm in the process of doing a, a four-part blog on this because it was, it's a rude awakening for me. Some of the experience that I've went through was my bloddering. Hmm. Hmm. It's um, thanks for sharing and being open uh, through Mm -hmm. the through the process. And actually, I think you jumped in. Even uh, the question I was going to ask: twenty-eight years later, Mm -hmm. you know, you talked about this years, decades, almost three decades. But here we are uh, again, and people are still uh, Mm -hmm. going through some of those challenges of looking for opportunities and looking for 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 jobs. What do you say? So those things are happening. And I don't want immigrants to leave the show going, oh, crap, what have I done? Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm already here. And Mm -hmm. they're telling me this. I can't go back. I sold my property. I sold the car. I -hmm. sold the house or whatever. How can they? Now, we know we have to be relentless. Mm -hmm. We know we have to be resilient at this point. We know the power and the importance to focus to make it through. From what you've seen and what you've heard, what can people do just to get that job, find that opportunity to be able to start crawling before they can even walk? I think in their mind, they have to tell themselves, I'm going to get it and I'm going to do whatever it takes to get that job. Mm -hmm. It may not be the job that I want, but it'll get me to the job that I want. You need to be relentless. You need to have a plan and that plan is to find a job. Not to find your career is to find a job and use every possible network that you have to help you to build your career. I think we as women of color, we need to step up more. And I'm saying this very openly because I've seen situations where women of color didn't step up. We need to stay focused. We need to speak up. We need to be able to uplift our sisters. The moment we get a seat, we need to grab 10 chairs and bring Mm -hmm. others with us. Mm -hmm. We need to find the power or so the balls in us and lean in. I think we owe it to our history. We owe it to our future sons and daughter to help pave the way for other immigrants, women. 
to make sure when someone reached out to us to have a conversation or someone reached out to us to coach and mentor them or to help them navigate, always say yes. Mm. Because you've been there, you've experienced it, and it's your job. It is, it's, it's in your DNA to help your sisters and your brothers of color to be able to help find that way. Too often we get caught up in the world of, oh my God, I'm so busy, I don't have the time. But if you don't make the time, then who? Mm. The question is, then who? Mm. Mm. I like that. Do you feel women support one another right now, especially women of color? I, I first, I think they're coming around and I've seen a different set of women um, emerging more so since the George Floyd situation. I think people are finally waking up and say, mm -hmm. heck, we're not gonna do this. We're gonna stand up and we're gonna uplift each other. We're gonna make sure we find a way to do it. Before I didn't find that. Um, I think the biggest struggle with me was to find when I reached out to women of color, even today, some of the women of color leadership, where I've reached out and I haven't got a response from the ones at the bottom. Yes, I have. Um, but I think people are waking up and people are realizing diversity is not a hashtag. It's not a phase. It is with us. It is going to continue to be with us. And if we don't figure out very soon, very fast, how to be inclusive and to grab that chair and make sure we belong there, we have a long, long struggle. And the only way we can do that is by helping each other. I've had so many people reached out to me to coach them, to mentor them, ask questions. I've never once said no. Because as I was going through my two-year journey of getting back into corporate, I've gone through some really interesting journey and scenarios to the point that I had to involve the cops. That's how bad it was when you looked at getting back into corporate and people look at it as an excuse of um, this woman is reaching out to me for an opportunity to have a conversation, not necessarily a job, to build that network. This is my opportunity for kind of hitting on her or mm -hmm. look at her as a piece of meat or this is my mm -hmm. opportunity to have a conversation out of the LinkedIn conversation now that I have her phone number or now mm -hmm. that I'm having a Zoom call with her. So it, it's, it's, a really, uh, it's a really slippery road for mm -hmm. women in general. And, I'm, and I've, spoke, I've spoken to a few other women of color and they've echoed the same, but not as dangerous as I've been through to the point that I had to get a cops involved. Wow. Wow. What I'm hearing at the end of the day, number one, the importance of remembering our stories. Uh, yeah. Funny. Um, I was talking about this with someone a few days ago and I was just like, look, uh, someone was calling me sir at one point and like, oh, you do this amazing podcast. Yeah, whatever, dude. I am just, <laughs> I'm just a regular guy. Like, no, I'm nothing special. Just a regular guy. Let's not be fooled by all of this fanciness or whatever. Uh -huh. um, and I think it's important for us to remember where we started. Yeah. Because it's so easy to forget that time period when we're applying for 100, 150 jobs uh -huh. and not getting a call back. Uh, that time where you were going for job interviews and you get to number two every time and mm -hmm. then they say no, like mm -hmm. you're this close again, this close again. Mm -hmm. I actually preferred when you reject me from the email. Yes. Don't take me through the interview process, get me excited, and then mm -hmm. you just dump me. You know, um, we forget that 
when someone else is going through it, mm-hmm. you know, or when they're fairly new in the country, all of that time period that we went through it has just gone out of our minds. And, and, and um, we think differently uh, at that point. So I like this. This is a challenge for us to remember, especially women of color, to be able to support one another. People of color, going beyond women at this point, mm-hmm. I would say people of color, how can we support one another and, and, and really help each other through, through this? What do you see as some trends? This podcast is going to be playing in 2022. What would you say are some trends in the DEI space uh, when it comes to women of color? Is there some things that women of color could take advantage of um, in the upcoming, in this year, um, through the benefits of mm-hmm. the conversations around Black Lives Matter, you know, the conversations around um, diversity and inclusion in organizations right now. What are your thoughts around that? I think company are waking up. The, there is this huge um, gray cloud, black cloud around a lot of organization head. Some of them are looking just to plug that hole because they're being measured. Customer doesn't want to deal with you if you don't have a diverse workflows. They don't want to have conversation with you if you're not championing it. So some company really and truly means it. Some company were just looking to plug that hole. I always say to, to women when I coach and mentor them is remember and believe in the five C's. Be a champion. Mm. Be a champion for who you are. Be a champion for your race, your color, your gender, your diversity, your background. Be a champion. Be courageous. Speak mm. up. It might, it, you may end up losing your job to speak up, but at the end of the day, you go home and you say, you know what, I've done the right thing. I was able to hold my head up high. I was able to speak up. I earned that right. Um, be collaboratively, work with each other, help each other pave. You've gone through it. Why do you need Jane to go through it? Why mm. not help her navigate that road? Because you've done that. Use your experience to help someone. Be creative, find way to get inclusive. Ask to be at the meeting. All that they would say no. And when you get that no, ask why not? And if you get that explanation, you're not happy with it. Well, I'm not comfortable with your answer. Tell me why again. So always be creative to find ways to be inclusive and be curious. Ask. You don't know? Ask. You Not because my CEO is a CEO. I'm going to be afraid to ask him a question. Heck no. At the end of the day, he's a human. He has a humanitarian feeling background pulse the same way as I do is just a title that separates us. So if we be curious and go and say, hey, can you mentor me? I want to be like you. Can you help me figure this out? He may say, no, I don't really don't have the time, but can you speak to someone else? Here's the person mm-hmm. that you can talk to. So be curious. You have to be able to champion those five C's. Be a champion, be curious, collaborative, creative, and make sure you're courageous in every single one of those C's. Hmm. So powerful. Be a champion, be courageous, be collaborative, be creative, be curious. Kim, it's a great pleasure having you. Thank you so much for challenging us today, reminding us, creating awareness, um, but also giving us these five things that we should uh, definitely remember and, and, and take action on. Thank you so much. You are most welcome. 
Thank you for listening to today's podcast. Why don't you do us a favor and share this podcast with a friend or colleague? The Immigrant View is brought to you by ImmigrantNetworks.com. Hi, I'm Nick Norani, founder and CEO of Immigrant Networks. Listen, if you're an immigrant or an international student looking to find a job and expand your network in Canada, Immigrant Networks is for you. Immigrant Networks, we say networking to get working. It is a community built by immigrants just like you to help you overcome one of the biggest challenges that immigrants have when they come here, and that is finding and retaining a job. Visit our website today and get matched within days with someone from your profession and learn and grow. Immigrant Networks, networking to get working. Music provided by bensound.com.